if someone's down and out and you have it, you better give it. You're listening to Relationship Renegade, the podcast that confronts the stereotypes and the myths that you believe about relationships. And we try not to pull any punches, but we're nice about it. Welcome to another episode to the, of the weekend edition. I am on with my girl, Mia Terrazis, as always. How are you doing, Mia? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I am awesome. Thank you for good. asking. Good. And we're continuing our conversation about money. Money, 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 money. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, again, th this is the series for this month. If you have no idea what we've been saying, what we're talking about, just go back a few episodes and get all caught up. Okay. And then come back and this will make a lot more sense. But mm -hmm. money is what we've been talking about these last few weeks. Um, quick disclaimer, by no means are we financial professionals. Definitely not. I will be the first to tell you. Okay. I'm definitely not. Yeah. Anything I know I've learned about money has purely been trial and error. Um, more error. And yeah. So come to me. Yeah. I mean, we can talk relationship advice. Mm -hmm. Money advice? Nah, I know what works for me. And so we'll leave it at that. Mm -hmm. But we are going to talk about money and relationships. And in today's episode, we're taking a look specifically at money in families. Mm -hmm. Money in families. And I know before we started recording and, and we're prepping for this, we, we have some ideas. But I feel like money in families is so broad. It is. It, it is so broad, even as like now, as I'm saying it compared to say 10, 20 minutes ago, um, <laughs> like what comes to mind is things like, you know, like trust fund babies mm. and having to divide um, inheritances and all that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, there's a huge spectrum of money and, and as it relates to families, like you know, we are even talking about who takes care of parents and, you know, is there, you know, can there be financial burden? What does that do? How does mm -hmm. it, how does that evolve relationships? Yeah. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and if it's just, so here's the thing, right? If it's just you, mm -hmm. then it's easy to figure out who's going to do what, but right. if you're a sibling group, mm -hmm then that gets a little complicated. And then if the sibling group, if they all have spouses, mm -hmm. then that then can further complicate things. Or even if the sibling groups have some tension. Yeah. That will definitely bring out some characters yeah. <laughs> within yeah. a family and make, yeah. Yeah, so money is is the kind of thing that we've said before. It shows up everywhere. It touches everything. But as far as families now, um, the expectations that are held within families, they vary. And 
something that we know as far as you and I, culturally, mm-hmm. there are some differences. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as growing up, there are, yeah. also, there are also some differences. So in my family, I'm part of a sibling group, um, myself, my brother, then my sister. And, you know, when we were preparing for this show, I was thinking about our situation. Um, my mom, uh, due to illness, was forced into retirement. Mm-hmm. And so for maybe the last five or six years, we've been um, caretakers and mm-hmm. handling her finances and the house and whatever, you know, mom, not without her consent, obviously, but she's just unable to work. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the beginning of that whole situation, even before we sat down and talked, I felt like, oh, what kind of conversation is this going to be? Mm-hmm. You know, and mind you, we've not had any issues about money or anything. Mm-hmm. Never, never. You know, but the leading up to, you know, whatever arrangement we finally came up with, if I'm being honest, I have to say there was some concern as to what it would be like. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I mean, I'm glad to say, I mean, we were all adults and we all care for my mom. We even do, I mean, again, we just do for my mom. We, we do more than we say we would. And, and that's that, but I've been, I'm aware of families in which that doesn't, um, that's not always the case. Yeah. As in like, who's going to contribute like that conversation? One who, who's going to contribute and then how are we going to contribute? Mm-hmm. You know, so for example, in my case, my sister and I are local and my brother is mm-hmm. in the Northeast. Gotcha. Yeah. So that becomes a question, mm-hmm. you know, and then does it matter if one is more able to contribute than the other? Right. I, I mean, it certainly opens up some doors for a lot of negative things. I feel like it can. Yeah. Um, I have some people that I know that were in a a situation similar, um, I think to yours. And um, I feel like there was a lot of like resentment. Um, I think they were like, I don't know, maybe like high school age or something when they started taking care of their parent oh, wow. and yeah. Um, and I think they had a, young, a younger sibling or maybe one younger sibling. So they weren't just taking care of the parent. They were also taking care of, you know, financial dues for themselves and for another child. Wow. And so you know, fast forward to my age now. And, you know, it certainly changes the dynamic of the parent-child relationship when, you know, a certain part of your life has been taking care of your parent. And so I think it complicated some things and built some resentment and, you know, like you should be the one taking care of me. I should be able to participate in certain things at school um, or, 
in college and I can't do that because mm-hmm. of you, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and it's still, I think one of those things that are having to be reconciled with, I think, I think the parent had an illness. So I know it just was one of the illnesses that kind of gets worse as you age. And so, you know, there's still some taking care of, you know, once you start, what are you going to do? Stop. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and you know what, it's like, is it any different or um, like, is it legit? I mean, which is a terrible phrase, but I can't think of anything better right now. Like if you're a, if you're unable to care for yourself, mm-hmm. then okay, fine, I'll do it. Then maybe that's okay. But if you're unable because it's it's your own fault, yeah, you know what I mean. That then becomes like a factor for a lot of people, right? Right. So it definitely gets it can be really challenging. Um, I mean, I guess also I've had situations where, um, on the flip side, like, um, there's been times, especially during COVID where, you know, my mom lost her job Mm. and, you know, for a little while she was with me partly because, you know, my parents live, um, in different parts of the, the state. So I think during COVID, they wanted both my parents wanted somebody here with me because they didn't know what was going on, what was happening, but also the timing of it kind of worked out um, where I was still employed. Yeah. And I could help my parents out. Not that they asked, but I could do that. And I did um, not necessarily financially, but just with like housing and things like that. Like there was no rush you know? Um, so I don't know if it happens, you know, through someone's lifetime where kind of those roles shift a little bit for a time period, maybe it's temporary, maybe it's more long-term, but Mm -hmm. you do some of the taking care of, and some of that has to do with finances. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've said this before, money Mm -hmm. touches everything. Yeah. And so I know you said there was more housing, mm-hmm. but it's not just housing because right. anytime you're helping someone, there is an added cost. Mm-hmm. You know, so the, uh, and, and I just, I hate to harp it that way and put it out like, put it out like that. But I mean, that's what we're talking about. No, it's, about. it's definitely true. I mean, certainly I still have to pay rent and still get groceries and, you know, they were able to help out in a lot of different ways that I felt good about, but there's also families where they don't. And so I can definitely see how there could be, you know, resentment building or just annoyance, or maybe you just become short with your family member because you're annoyed that you have this burden of a bill, Mm -hmm. an extra bill. Mm-hmm. to pay, you know? Yeah. I, do you think in some families, it is just assumed that if your mom, dad, grandma needs something, mm-hmm. then you're obligated to do it? Um, Yeah, I do think that. I definitely think there's some families where it's just, that's kind of what we 
we're going into, but the expectation that if someone's down and out and you have it, you better give it. Wow. Yeah. And, and I mean, when you put, when you just hearing you say it like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it, it can be a little bristling. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely can be <laughs> when it's put so bluntly, but it's, um, but I do, I, I think that's a sentiment. That's like a, you kind of take care of your own. And if one isn't doing well, then, you know, you kind of go to their aid. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's even though mm-hmm. if, if a close friend, mom, dad, sibling, whomever, mm-hmm. you know, if they come and say, Hey, Jay, you know, I need some help. I'm tight. Mm-hmm. Even though I would do it, mm-hmm. the feeling that I'm obligated to do it and can't say no is something yeah. that I wrestle with. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know. If you share. Do you share that sentiment? Um, not not necessarily in the financial way, but in other ways. But I do think that um, the expectation in general, just of being obligated to do something that your family expects you to do mm. um, is just, it's, I've had instances where it's super irritating. Okay. So it's, um, not, just, so it's not just a money thing. It's just in whatever. In but. Yeah. In whatever, like if someone were to, you know, a family member to come up to me and say, well, you know, uh, during this time, and I've, I've, I've seen this happen in a lot of different ways and with my friends and things, but their family members like, Oh, we're just gonna, you know, and just invite themselves to do whatever. And they think it's okay without really having asked. Invite themselves to do like what in their to house? dinner, to oh. do things at their home, to do things like to stay at their home um, for an extended amount of time, things like that, where it's not really asked, it's just done because you have the space or you have the time. Um, So you have the finances. Hi, we are the Messiah Kids. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. I I definitely have come to a place where I don't, um, I don't prioritize money over like friendships, relationships and family. Uh Um, but I definitely can see, I have seen where, um, it can be a problem because it may not be, it's not about the money half the time. It's the plans, I guess, that you had for some people. Uh Um, does, does it make a difference if this is say, a parent versus a, a, a younger sibling, do you think? I think in some ways it does. I feel like people, um, or I won't speak for people, but for myself, if, if that were to have been something for me, I feel like I would maybe wrestle with that idea because I would think, you know, my parents are supposed to, <laughs> they're supposed to, in my head, take care of me up to a certain Point, or they raise you to be um, self-sufficient. Like that's their job. That's what they took on as being a parent. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, of course there might be situations where you can 
help in, in ways, or maybe you do well. And so you, you, I don't know, pick up the tabs for like when they're, you're going to dinners and things like that for your parents, but to be, but versus a sibling, I feel like a younger sibling, I'd be more inclined to like not ask questions. I feel like if my younger sister would be like, Hey, I, I need something. I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Like I'm taking care of you. Mm, okay. Mm -hmm. Like I'm older, you know, or we have a, a situation where, and there have been times where my sister has helped me out um, with, with transitions, like from jobs or um, I know, you know, when I was figuring things out with one job to the next job and pay didn't come in, you know, my sister would be like, Oh, you know, I'll spot you for this. And I would pay her back. Mm. Um, almost like immediately. Um, but you know, things like that, where it would go kind of back and forth with my sister, it was a lot more, I think, comfortable for me to ask her than to like ask my parents. Oh, why, why, why more comfortable for your sister than your parents? Um, maybe in some ways I kind of felt like, you know, my parents, sacrificed a lot and to put us in a good place financially. And so, you know, they made a lot of decisions that were made life a little harder for them. So it made life a little easier for us. And I feel like it was easier to ask my sister. So I didn't necessarily have to go into the detail or worry them or, mm, okay. um, you know, have, to go into that conversation and them ask about my finances. Cause I also didn't want them to know gotcha. because I also felt like I was an adult and they don't need to know that. <laughs> even, though um, you, even though you're broke, even though I'm broke, you know, <laughs> maybe it's a little pride, maybe it's a combination of everything, but it felt more comfortable to just be like truthful and whatever with my sister and just lay it on the table. Um, I think, you know, you're more, eye to eye, I think, even though my parents are the most understanding people in the world and would do anything for me, yeah, yeah. it still was one of those things. Like, I just didn't want to worry. I didn't want to get the lecture. I didn't mm -hmm. want, I just wanted to do what I needed to do to get out of that place. And then, you know, be Vaughn. back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely am more comfortable going to my brother and, or sister as well. Mm -hmm. Um you know, in the times that I've needed to get like alone for a few days or a few weeks. Mm -hmm. um, there's just something about going to the parents. Um, <laughs> it's just not, not comfortable. I get, I definitely get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, now I'll say this though. There have been times where I'd much rather put it on a credit card than yeah. ask anybody. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah that that uh but i feel like i would never ask a friend really yeah i don't know why i just felt i feel like i would just ask my sister <laughs> she's gonna be my my atm or my loner my, my bank loner so if she's listening sorry <laughs> sorry well, in advance <laughs> yeah, well i may call too you never know <laughs> just, <laughs> um so for, does it matter what kind, how close the friend is? I know we kind of a little off topic, but 
Is this just any friend? What about a close friend? Um, I mean, I've had close friends ask me for money, um, but I haven't been in, I haven't wanted to ask friends for money. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter if they're close or, or anything. I just wouldn't in my, my mind. Maybe if I got to a point that I was like really down and out, and maybe I had exhausted my, mm-hmm. my situation with my sister, or maybe I wanted to do partial with my sister so she didn't worry kind of thing. I don't I know. See. I see. But I, yeah, I just never really asked a friend. Of course, who knows, knock on wood, that I won't have to do that. But um, so I certainly, far. so far, yeah. But, you know, you never know. Mm-hmm. Life is expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, more and more every day. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me ask you this. In in my family, we have this running joke um, about co-signing for other people. Mm-hmm. What about that? What about like co-signing for a sibling or um, uh, your parents, right? Like mm. if you have the better score, if you got the yeah. better history, what 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 about that? Um, never had that conversation with my sister, um, have had that with my parents. Okay. So I felt better to, (laughs) better to have the conversation with my parents than my sister, but my parents offered. Ah, So there's a bank for every situation. It seems that way for now, (laughs) at least within the three of us, but, um, you know, the, you know, the thing is, is I, I, it's just, I feel like it's one of those things where I would, I feel like I need to be kind of really in a desperate situation. Mm. Um, but then again, I'm, I, it's just me. So I don't know, I don't have children and I don't have a pet and I don't have yeah. a house that I'm paying for yet. So, you know, there's some things that my costs are kind of low right now for myself but Mm -hmm. you know if there was a situation where you know it involves my kids or rent with children like I do feel like I would probably be more inclined to like ask yeah it's interesting um the joke amongst me and my siblings and maybe my I don't know if my mom's in on the joke about co-signing anything for anybody Uh that's like a no dice for us at least for me Mm-hmm. yeah because uh, you could get stuck with the bill not only can you get so years ago in college um my mom co-signed like on a parent loan for me mm-hmm. college was rough y'all um oh, my parents did that too i think well here's the thing right so my mom was like oh sure no problem and i'm like great you know i can one more semester and mm-hmm. uh and the thing about the kind of student loans like you just forget about them mm. and then you know, you think you're going to graduate and you're going to get a job and you're just going to make these payments. And then it takes longer to get a job. And then the job mm-hmm. you get, it doesn't pay what you expected. <laughs> and then you get that nice letter in the mail from the student loan place. Like the minute you graduate, that's man. like, Hey, you owe. <laughs> and the numbers look a lot different than they did you know, before. <laughs> and yeah. 
I don't, so somehow, some way it like started hitting my mom's finances and no, no. And I was like, Whoa, how did we get here? Yeah. And I just, and I think we said this in a previous episode, I have, I had every intention of resolving that. It's just my situation made it um, a lot more difficult. Mm -hmm. And so from that, from that, I was like, yo, I'm never asking anyone to co-sign anything for me, mm. nor am I going to ever co-sign anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said before, my default is, hey, I'll gift you some money. Yeah. And you can figure out how to stretch it, you know, go to the casino. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Do it if you need to stretch it, fine. But I, I don't know. I'm not comfortable being attached to obligations like that. Mm-hmm. Now, what if someone, a family member of yours, so like you gift, right, some your family member money. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have stipulations? Like, are they able to ask you again? You know what? I've not thought about that. Um... <laughs> now well, that I've put you on the spot, Jameson siblings, are you listening? <laughs> well, <laughs> I want to say, I want to say yes, but mm-hmm. It depends, right? So if this was like a week ago and you're hitting me up again already, that's that's like, come on. Yeah. You know, but kind of like we said a moment ago, situations change. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I may, I, may, I may gift again, but I don't know that it might be at the same level. You might, maybe you, maybe you do interest. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't charge interest. Oh, that's right. You gift. No, you, it's a you just gift. Gave gift. But that's if right. I gifted before, then the second one may just have to be a loan. Okay. That might, I mean, you know what? Maybe that's the compromise. I see. Okay. Something to think about, I yeah. guess. Yeah, you really got me sitting here wondering what would, <laughs> I, what would I do? What would you do, Pod Squad? Do yeah, you that- gift again? Yeah. Or do you say no? I'm just thinking about, so, the, I mean, so I'm not, guys, I'm not swimming in money. I'm not. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> but I think about people who are, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm talking about like athletes and, you know, people who make millions a year. Mm-hmm. Um, they get hit up like that all the time. Yeah. You know, you just hear horror stories. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a documentary that came out uh, several years ago called Broke. I don't know if you recall that. It, uh, it produced by ESPN, I believe, where they profiled athletes who had these big contracts. Mm-hmm. And 10 years later, 15 years later, they're flat broke. Mm. And what amazed me about that, yeah, they're going to spend money and be flashy house cars and all that. But a lot of it went to friends and family. Mm. yeah a lot of it went to friends and family out of guilt right you start thinking about all the sacrifices that were made on your behalf to get there yeah and so there's this sense that you got to take care of the the squad Mm -hmm. you know um and so these guys couldn't say no and they went broke just trying to take care of everybody or please everybody 
Hmm. You know, and I'm talking about being hit up repeatedly. So when you said that, I was like, gee, um, it could happen to anyone. Right. And I guess there goes the assumption too that that you can afford that because you do make all these money, you know, all this large salary. And I think I've had that experience that not with me, definitely not with me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. Um, but in, in other people that I have had shared, shared this experience with, you know, um, friends and things where they, you know, make a decent amount of money and their family continues to ask them for money. Mm. Um, and like you're saying that sense of maybe guilt or obligation, or I don't want my parent on the street or, um, you know, even if it was a tumultuous relationship, like, you know, between a parent and child, uh, it's like, yeah, I mean, they took care of me, so I can at least give them this, but then it becomes reoccurring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so here's a question that just came to mind. Do you, do you let your friend, well, I don't know. Do you let your people know your salary? Um, I mean, I definitely didn't let my people know my salary any particular reason why um just because i feel like it's none of their business honestly okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no i'm just saying same here but there are some families where it's it's an open conversation really yeah huh it's an open conversation i feel like that could be a slippery slope well well listen if i know that you're making six figures and i'm sitting here rubbing two nickels together mm -hmm. now i know you know, who to go to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I just, yeah, I feel like that's definitely a slippery slope with anything to let like family, friends, whoever know mm. your colleagues, even, I mean, that's a huge no, no. Yeah. I mean, there's a point where I guess it's, it's insignificant, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. it, um, especially if everyone's kind of like around the same spot. Mm -hmm. But if someone's salary is significantly bigger, is it his? Is it the family's? Mm. Do I do? Are you obligated to tell? Is there an expectation? I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. That's true. And I guess in different like families and, you know, cultures and things like, you know, you, you pull it it's all the families, um, you know, everyone's putting in their money for the greater good of the family. So you're, you know what I mean? Like there's families that live under the same roof and pool their finances together. Someone pays for this, someone pays for that. Well, even, um, even then though, mm -hmm. you need to know what I'm bringing in. Mm. Can I just like put my few hundred bucks in the pot and then that's just my business? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, it's hard for me to say or any, to think about it because I've never experienced it, but I certainly know some of my friends have. Mm -hmm. um, but 
haven't really gone into detail about how they do that. Gotcha. It's kind of been like their family matter, I guess. Yeah, no, it's definitely a family issue for some. Um, I'm, you know, you're curious how people live and what they do, Mm -hmm. you know, and so if you guys are listening and uh, care to share, let us know. I mean, is it your money? Is it family money? Um, because the next question then is, is it their job too? Like, I don't know. Are they going to go work 12 hours a day to help <laughs> or mm-hmm. do they just reap the benefits? And here come the questions. <laughs> I'm, it's just a lot. lot yeah. To consider. Right. So listen, guys, let us know, um, if any of this resonated with you and maybe it's just not an issue for you and your family. Um, in in some ways it is perhaps in some ways it's not we definitely would like to hear your thoughts on that um when you leave us a review when you send a comment when you hit us up on social media um let us know um the uh the instagram is up relationship renegade podcast um just just let us know you know the more we talk about this the more questions i have Um, that's how it is on this podcast yeah it gets your mind kind of stirring a little bit yeah I'm, I'm beginning to think that I don't know that this short series will even get to the heart of the matter I think we just kind of scratched the surface in terms of money and families for real for real because I'm even beginning to think about like in blended families where there's like child support mm-hmm. like what is that like Mm. You know, I mean, I don't want to know it personally. I really don't. <laughs> but if someone's out there, and again, they care to share, <laughs> we're willing to listen. And so uh, if you've had anything that you could take away from this, we're happy. Just let us know. The one thing we ask is that you just share it. Share it with one or two people so we can spread the word and continue growing this podcast. If you've not heard it today, we appreciate you. We love you and can't wait to have you join us again for another episode of Relationship Renegade Podcast. Bye now. Bye.